Hi, and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2 of Raising the Revival Generation. And we have had a crazy last couple of weeks. Um, And so we had all intent of launching Season 2 and recording weekly. This is also our second time doing this. Yeah, that's another, that's a whole (laughs) other, this is 2.5. But we had every intent of recording weekly. We had every intent of recording weekly. But as my wife is demonstrating, we'll get back it, we, to it. we've had a lot of interruptions. <laughs> um, Sorry. And I imagine that there's going to be more down the road. But one thing that we didn't do before we started recording last one is what I call the housekeeping. And that's where you yeah. do your little spiel. I feel like that's when people click off and don't listen to us anymore. Well, if they, if like, they, we if, don't want to follow you on Facebook. If they didn't like us then, they were never a part of us. <laughs> All right, well, go ahead and subscribe on whatever platform it is that you're uh, listening or watching this on, whether it's YouTube or Apple, um, Amazon, Spotify, whatever it is. And um, if you're on a podcast platform like Amazon or Spotify, what we would love for you to do to really just sew into this ministry is just leave us a review. Um, It can be a bad review. That's fine. We don't care. Uh, I do. (laughs) It will hurt our feelings on the inside, but we won't show it on the outside. We will talk about it. We will. And we will pray for you. Uh, anyway. We don't want a bad review. We tell these people that we love them. Show us some love. Well, I mean, it, it helps the algorithm, so. Okay. It's fine. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about internet trolls in a minute. So. Yes. Uh, anyway, but go ahead and leave a comment. Send us some love, a heart, whatever it is. Share this. That's probably the best way that you can support uh, this ministry is by following, liking, and sharing. Um yeah, so that's it. You know where to find us. We're raising the Revival Generation on almost every platform or just Revival Generation Ministries. And of course, you can always go to RevivalGenerationMinistries.com. Is it .com or .org? .com. .com to uh, find out more about us. And if you want to book us to come and talk, we will do that. And actually, we're doing that this weekend. We, yes. Our first in-person live event. Um, and it's just like a little thing. We get to actually, we're sharing the stage with... Um, <laughs> None other than Jason Upton. Yes. So, um, did he write our wedding song? No, he did not. Oh, I lied. No, get out of here. <laughs> the, the communion song. Yeah, no, no, oh, he didn't. Okay, I thought he did. So, but Sorry. the person who's hosting Sorry. the event sang our wedding song. He did. So, um, yeah, if you want to know more about Jason Upton, who's coming to New Hampshire. So, if you're this in the. This is not going to be posted before that, is it? Yes, I'm going to try to get oh. up. I'm trying to get it up tomorrow. Okay. So, not that that matters to you. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we are a mess. but if you are in the area, if you are around New Hampshire in Grafton, uh, Grafton, New Hampshire, we're going to be having a one day event all day from nine to nine, I believe. Yes. Um, and it's going to, there's going to be food provided, uh, that, that you have to pay for, but the event is free. Jason Upton is coming to New Hampshire and we are going to be having a day of worship. And then in the middle of the day, when everybody leaves for lunch, they're putting me and Bethany on the stage. <laughs> Actually, no, that's not true. <laughs> But use your sound. Oh yeah, hang on. I hope this is the right one. <laughs> wait, it's not doing anything. No, wait, wait. Listen, guys, did you hear it? Oh, Ready, no. one more time. Oh, we are so professional. Yeah, there we go. I got this new soundboard. I don't even know what I'm doing. Um, but if you are in the area, come join us. Come join us. Come us. Come join us for the amazing worship. Um, it's not every day that you get uh, an, an amazing worship leader. Yeah, right. a man that just he he flows in the spirit, That's and right. the spirit and that- of God's gonna move. And if you want to be refreshed, if you want to be renewed, if you want to be restored, if you want to encounter the presence of God, then we highly recommend coming. And you don't have to just come for us, right. although that might be your biggest motivation. Be like, I really want to meet these two weirdos, <laughs> but come and just be refreshed. Be refreshed in the Amen. presence of God. Yeah. And then, um, and so it's a, it's a free all day event and there's, they're actually providing childcare, which, Hey, even if you drop your kids off and go out on a date, <laughs> not that we'll do that. Not that there's much in Grafton to do, there, <laughs> but that is true. But, there's but, nothing but there. come and be a part of what God's doing. Church. Come and be a part of what God's doing in new England. Amen. Um, and so like. Yeah, if you're in the area, 500 miles, as Pastor Sam says, if you're within 500 miles, come and partake, be refreshed, be refilled, and then go back to your churches and bring it with you, as we say. That's right. And actually, we're going to talk about Evangelist Anke, who's been at our churches. He said this too, and it's what we've been preaching, is that revival starts with you. I think he might listen to the podcast. (laughs) Secret fan. I know he is. I know he likes Star Wars. I could tell by his socks. Anyway. Yeah, we had a moment there. We were like, yeah, I see his socks. He's like, But, uh. But anyways, uh, yeah, if you want to come and be blessed, um, 
And as I said, the person who sang our wedding song is hosting it, The Jesus Project. If you want to know more yeah. about it. And um, that'll be linked below. That'll be linked below, mm-hmm. but go to the thejesusproject.org mm-hmm. and they'll have information there about the event, actually about some really cool things that they have coming up. Um, That's right. uh, ways that you can get tools for evangelism and then even clothing. Yeah. Actually, they make some pretty cool clothing. Yeah, they do. Uh, I got th- I to I gotta give a shout out to them. They do some pretty cool things. I'm just things. wondering what our children are doing that they're, the doors just keep slamming. They're probably playing gladiators and one of them's going to be like fed to the dog or something. <laughs> but anyways, so that's enough of that. Um, come anyway. join us at Jason Upton. We'll be there um, and be blessed. So back to our filming schedule. Yes. So we just, you know, our intent is always to record once a week. That's kind of uh, a good flow for us, except for this fall. It has not oh, been a good wait, flow. Wait, one more thing. We have other content coming out too. We I didn't announce that. Uh, so we have been doing um, family Devo videos. Yes. Which well, I say we, but really it's just me sitting in front of a camera. Yeah. And what what the whole intent behind that is just to help you guys with your children be able to to sit down and just go through. We're, we're going through the Gospel of Luke together. That's yep. my that's that's what we started with as a family. Yes. And I thought it would be awesome to do that with you guys. And you can just. Follow me along as I as I take small bits. I mean, this ain't like a huge theological um, comprehension class. It's literally just going through the gospel and looking for the practical um, things that are being said that we can pour into our kids. Right. And so we just posted our third video today yes. as we're recording this. Um, and so if you want to go on there and just follow me, there there the last video was a little long. It was ten minutes. <laughs> I'm trying to keep them below ten minutes. Yeah. Um, and we're just going through small sections of scripture yeah. and just kind of pulling out one, one nugget that we can tell our kids right. about Jesus, about God, about purpose, about calling, about redemption. And so that's our, ten, uh, our, that's our intent. And we're gonna just going to go through the Gospel of Luke. And then maybe we'll throw it out there for suggestions for what books you guys want to go through. And we'll just go through it together. Yeah. One video a week. And that's all it is. And, you know, the thing is, is that we get asked, you know, actually pretty often, you know, like, how do we how do we encourage our kids to love Jesus? And I, and I think like a lot of people look at our children and they go like, oh, your kids are amazing. Like my kids would never do that or like whatever. But it's these small things like, like teaching them to study the word of God yeah. and doing it as a family, especially while they're young and they're still learning to read or what, you know, comprehend it and whatever that is. This is like just such a vital key and it's an easy step to add into your family. You know, if you sit down for dinner, whatever it looks like, right? Take that time. If you prioritize things like soccer or sports or art club or whatever that is, right? You can prioritize 20 minutes a day in, in scripture with your kids. And one of the most amazing things that's a side effect of it is they start building a Christian, a biblical worldview. Yes. They begin to interpret and the bi- world around literacy. them. literacy. Yeah, they begin to interpret the world around them through the spiritual eyes yes. versus just the physical things that are mm-hmm. happening. Right. And so as you go through the Gospel of Luke, as you go through any of the Bible, really, you're, you're really building that Christian worldview that they're going to interpret the world around them. What's sin? What's evil? And how they how they play a crucial role in God's redemption. Right. Um, in this world. So just, a, it's just a cool thing. It's fun for me to do. And I hope, I hope it blesses you guys. Yeah. That's the whole purpose. Amen. It's just to bless you guys. And so with that yeah. recording. Yeah. So we've been on, you know, pretty steadily since we started the podcast on once a week, we, when we started the podcast, we were trying to do like more than once a week, but we just, for our family, for our schedules, once a week works very well for us. Um, except for the past few like month or a month and a half. But of <laughs> course, as you guys know, you know, we've had a big major life event in our family. So that has definitely affected some. Um, but it started, uh, let's see when, well, well, it started with the wedding. Yes. It started with the wedding. So our daughter Lexi just got married uh, to Joshua, who was on the podcast. He was we our first in person, our first and actually really only in person <laughs> guest that we've had on this podcast. And you know, like I'm in, I'm in like, I always talk about Facebook groups, but I'm in like Christian podcast groups and people are always like, can I be a guest on your show? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. But anyway, that's a whole different subject. We actually for a get a lot day. of con- like a lot of weird things. Con- like people want us to be on their shows. And yeah. I don't, I never thought that we were actually that big right now well and like being like spirit-filled word of faith people you know we're like the red-headed stepchild of christianity people usually don't want us um <laughs> do you know who we are <laughs> do you know what we believe uh we do believe in prosperity when, when we when we when we talk about word of faith we just believe what the bible says yeah, that's, that's just all, all like a hundred percent same with prosperity and if it comes to a weird fork in the road am i going to believe god's word or am i going to interpret or i'm going to go along with like well maybe the the, the physicalness the physical reality overwhelms God's word. We're going to go with God's word 100% of the time. Yeah. So like that's, and a practical way of looking at that is just like, 
Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, like the physical world said, you're going to burn. You're going to become like a burnt, toasted marshmallow. Mm -hmm. And they said, our God's able to save us. And then they step in the fire and they don't burn. Right. So they, they trusted the spiritual over the physical. And that's what we say when we, when God, if God's word says it, we believe it. 100%. 100%. Amen, that's right. Not 50%, right. not 90%, not even 99.9%. It's 100%. Yeah. And if the fire is there, then we say, well, we're stepping in. So, And that has something to do with okay. that we're going to announce in the future. Anyway, yes, we do. We have a very incredible, important announcement coming. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I just choked Please on my together. Um, Coming in our next episode. So you do not want to miss our next episode. You want to jump on that quickly um, because it is an important and incredible and exciting and amazing, awesome. Let's see how many more adjectives we can come up with. Super califragilistic. <laughs> you can't even say it. <laughs> Anyway, um, so the wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's backtrack. So... As you guys know, when you're preparing for a wedding, like especially the wedding of your child, it's not just like a like a two hour event. Rome wasn't built in a day. And so I'll let you <laughs> Well with the wedding, there's like all these different things that, that Does that uh, mean that you were thinking about the Roman Empire? No, I just <laughs> stop. <laughs> I don't think of the Roman Empire at all. Like I don't know where that even came from. But Hey, hey, Dad, how often do you think about the Roman Empire? Because I know If you're a dude listening. and you're listening to this, write in the comments how often you think of the Roman Empire. Okay? Because there's this weird phenomenon that is going around. Well, there's a new one. Often do you think of what? No, it's a new one. Well, kind of on like Pete, the conspiracy theory that like Helen Keller like wasn't real, like was faking it. She was faking she was blind. <laughs> blind. <laughs> and deaf. Yeah, like, because, like, it says that, like, she flew a plane and, like, all these what? things. <laughs> and so, but, like, the thing is, is that, like, I think people, like... It was a Tesla plane. It flew itself. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Um, anyway, I read a biography about Helen Keller with Adeline. And, and she flew a plane in that? Actually, I did not talk about flying a plane. Is this, but like, it was fan about fiction? <laughs> is that what this is? <laughs> no, like, Amazing it's a thing. That's what they Helen say. Keller. So, like, I don't know. So, if you guys know, the leave in the comments. The lady who flew around the world. They're like, how did she think? Did she think in Braille? Like, how did she learn? Like, but also like people, like they, I think like what people like don't understand is like, just because you're blind and you're deaf doesn't mean that you're dumb. Everything's bumps. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just, I'm just saying that's what the, that's what it is. But we have to get back to on topic because we're going to talk about trolls. So yeah, weddings, weddings don't happen in the day (laughs) is where we left off. And that's true, though, because, like, there was all this stuff that we had to do the prep for the wedding. Yes. So we wanted to record that week, but um, it was moving Josh and Lexi to their new location where yes. they're actually going to be serving in ministry and doing some amazing things down um, yeah. down where they're going. And so I had to take a day and, and pack up all their stuff. Two days, her actually. Stuff. Yeah, her stuff. Yeah. He, he, I, he doesn't seem like he has much stuff. I think he had, like, a And suitcase. that's to compensate for everything that she has. <laughs> um, that's still here. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so, uh... It was one day packing up everything. Yeah. And then we had ministry in between, taking mm-hmm. it to where they're going. And then the next day was was traveling to that destination, which is a couple states over. Right. Unloading it all and then driving home. And then the next day. And then the next day was the rehearsal rehearsal dinner, if I get that out, followed by the wedding day. Which, like, hold on, just so you know, like, she she wasn't a bridezilla. Like, she did really good. She was not, yeah, like, no, she was not Actually, it was, one of, it was a very beautiful wedding. It was absolutely it was amazing. amazing. But, like... She realized when we were decorating after the rehearsal, it was like 10 o'clock she at that point. She realized life is over? No. <laughs> she realized that she was missing like half of her candlestick holders, which was like a good portion of the decor. It was like 40 pieces oh, gone. And so we were like, anyway, so my parents got into town. They got into where the town that Jason's mom lives in. So like we're talking like an hour and a half. No. How far? I don't know. We're like... An hour, essentially. It's at least an hour. So it's like it's like twenty minutes from us, anyway. But that doesn't matter. So my parents got into town, and just true to your mother, like we couldn't get a hold of her. She, my parents were staying with his mom. They have a, a great friendship, and anyway, so so my parents were just like kind of like they did dinner, and then they were like hanging around, and I so Lexi's in like complete panic mode because she can't find these these candlestick holders. 
Um, of course, my mom wasn't home when they showed up to, to unload their stuff. She was, I don't know what she was doing. We don't know. And, and we said, keep your cell phone on, but she did not. Uh, and so anyway, so then I called my parents and I was like, hey, I got a job for you. Can you go find, you know, gold candlestick holders? So they went to TJ Maxx. I, they went to Hobby Lobby the next day. They went to Walmart. They like, they bought all these candlestick holders, Dollar Tree or whatever. But, but because like, you know, like the bride thing, right? She's like, oh, well, my friend and I, we're going to go, we're going to go get them tonight. And I was like, but, but like, why? They'll just bring them the next day. And she's like, no, I'll think about it all night if we don't get, get them. And she's like, my friend will be fine. She'll be fine. And her friend was like, had driven like a million hours to get there, was like exhausted. And I was like, like falling asleep. Fine. So I drove them down to get the candlestick holders and, and get back. So that, that was like her only moment of crazy. And I was stuck home with the kids. You were fine. No, I had to go clean it. Yeah, that's right. You had to go clean the church. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's besides the point. So then the wedding day. So which- yeah, rehearsal dinner, uh, wedding day, which was a, it was a, it was a it was a fantastic Beautiful. wedding. Uh, I was tasked with the job of presenting the gospel, and Amen. I was sitting at home um, about two nights before because the wedding service itself is easy. You kind of mm-hmm. follow a standard procedure, and mm-hmm. if you've been to one wedding, when it comes to just the formal formalities of like the love ser- is patient, uh, like it follows the same kind of format. Like yeah, the call, sure. to, the, the who gives his bride away, the vows, the exchange of the rings, the pronunciation and all that stuff that's easy but actually i would they wanted the gospel presentation at their wedding for the f- people who were going to be there well josh wanted a crusade so yeah josh wanted yeah we were going to have healings and the, the cripple were going to start walking and <laughs> blind eyes open but but so i was tasked with the job of coming up with uh, how do you like preaching salvation and love and um and i was sitting on my couch and I was just praying. I was like, God, what, what do I preach about? I mean, I could do the love is patient, love is kind, like you always get at a wedding. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I was sitting there, and then God said, God told me to go to Genesis 3, and uh, with, with sin entered the world. And, um, and, we, and it was about how the, the husband and wife's relationship, it said that the husband, the wife's desire will be for her husband, but the husband will rule over her. Mm. And he said, that's not what I designed in the garden. Hmm. Yeah. That's the effects of sin. Right. And so then he brought me to Ephesians chapter 5, which says, Husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Amen. And he gave himself for her. Mm. So the lordship of, 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 the, of that relationship is, is, <laughs> is different when it comes to Christ and the church. Right, that's right. He's the lord of the church. Yes, he is. Yes. But what did he do? He humbled himself and right. gave himself to, for her. That's and so right. that was, it was essentially the sermon was about how in God everything is completed again. That, that is restored. Even the love lost in the garden because of a choice is restored because the love that God chose to display for us. So anyways, I, I don't know why I went down that road. So we preached, this, we did the wedding, and then that was followed up by this amazing, terribly long week of classes. Well, no, the next day was ministry. Oh, ministry, I skipped that. Yeah, the which, next day, my parents were in town. Yeah, that that we was went, a long day. Well, we had a good lunch. We did, we had a great lunch. But that led into a week long of, of classes. And I had to cook. And she had so. to cook. So that it was terrible Just, for everybody. <laughs> not everybody. It's, it's a, it's a, I made good food. I'm just saying. It, it was Do you an not eight, remember my lasagna? It was an eight to five. Remember that? And we had a birthday party. And we had a birthday party. In the, in, in the, At the end. In the midst of it. And we wanted to get to services because Ted yeah, we didn't get Shuttlesworth that. Senior and Ted Shuttlesworth Junior were at one of our what sister church, whatever, in Massachusetts. And so we, we wanted to get there, but we, <laughs> we did not because in the midst of that we lost a dog. that Thursday, our dog died. Which so it's like so like sad to say. But yes, our our a old passed. girl passed away. Uh, we knew it was coming, but of course, you know, you're never really prepared for those things. And um, with some of our kids, this is really their first taste of death. So, you know, it was challenging. It was very challenging. And so this is just us griping about how hard our life is. <laughs> <laughs> but, Welcome to the Encouraging so, Podcast. So back to the beginning of the week for classes is I had waited. I didn't wait. I was doing work. It was just like. Yeah, you were. But it was also trying to prepare for the wedding, still doing ministry. And other stuff Managing going on. a family. Yeah, a lot of stuff happening. Dog dying. That like at the end of the week, I had a lot of stuff I had to get done yeah. for class. Right. Like I had to do a presentation on biblical theology as a worldview. Like just a lot of stuff just kind of like <laughs> put on my shoulders for the last minute. Uh-huh. And so I, but I got it all done by the grace of God. Right. By the end of the week, I felt like my brain was leaking out of my ears, but I got the it work was, done. I saw it. What? What? What'd you say? <laughs> I said it was. I saw it. Oh, well, 
Anyways, it was making more space for more brain matter. Oh. Uh, but uh, so I got, we got the work done. And then that led into this week, which is actually an amazing week. Is we, Sunday, we kicked off having the Festival of Miracles right here at our home church. Yes. Um, with Evangelist and Kit. On Kit, yeah. On Kit. We're not going to say his last name because we don't want to be disrespectful. Not disrespectful. We just can't do it. <laughs> like, um, hold on. Where is it? But, um, but with that, it's been, that's been an amazing thing. That, like, Rambabu. We, Rambabu? Ronkit Rambabu. Rambabu. Yeah. There you go. Yes. And so, do you want to take over now? Because yeah. I don't know where I'm going with this because right. interrupted me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Well, I mean, we started out the week tired. Like, ex- I mean, just exhausted. It was just like, and the thought of the week too was like, oh my gosh, it's going to be so much. We're so tired. And actually, I guess like, because I wanted to talk about the trolls, is that oh, leading yes. leading up into it is that their ministry, ARB Ministries, incredible ministry. If they are close to you, if he's holding a revival or a crusade or whatever close to you, I mean, like 500 miles, as Pastor Sam says, go. I mean, seriously, go. If you have sick people in your family, if hard you're of hearing. hard of hearing, blind, uh, can't walk, whatever it is. I mean, seriously, go. If you need deliverance, because we had deliverance last night. Yeah. I mean, I mean, go. Just get in the car and just go. You, you won't regret it. But anyway, they did like targeted ads in our area, like leading up to it. And, you know, of course that like pops up on our feed a ton. Um, And he gets so many hate comments of people who just hate the Holy Spirit. That's what it comes down to is that people just, they, they get irritated by the Holy Spirit. They're very comfortable in their life with God and and with Jesus. But then when you start talking about the Holy Spirit, they don't, they don't want to acknowledge that. And you can't do that. You can't say, I'll take these two and leave out that one. That's not really how it works. Um, You have to believe the Bible for, you know, for its fullness of its whole word. And, um, and what was crazy is that like, you know, there was like local people to us talking on it. Like, Like people we know, just people we know. And you're like, oh my gosh. And, and hey, I still bump into you in Walmart. You as know. I was saying the other day, like, you know, it's like people who are completely okay with allowing alcohol in the, in the spirit of alcohol that comes in to their to their homes or um like horror even, movies. Yeah, just like all all that stuff. They they that's fine. You can watch whatever. You can watch Game of Thrones. You can do all Thorns? of those things. Thrones. Thrones. <laughs> shh, shh. Um but 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 don't you dare walk into this uh, spirit-filled church because the Holy Ghost might get you. Obviously, so. we don't watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Uh, but uh, that's the other thing. If you're if you're looking for something scary this Halloween and you're a, a sensationist, come to a Pentecostal church. <laughs> get you all wound up. But you know, I, I saw something recently that like I thought was a really profound thought about like like scary stuff and like Halloween because we used to love Halloween. Like, yeah. I mean, we did, that was, we loved Halloween. We loved horror movies. I mean, we watched so many horror movies. It went along with the love of alcohol. It went along. Yeah. It, it was just like unbelievable. And, um, but I, I read something recently about that and it's about like the spirit of fear. You allow the spirit of fear into your life when you start watching those movies, when you start seeking things out, like, like haunted houses or whatever, that's a spirit of fear. And you're literally like, yeah, all right, come on, spirit I, of fear. Let's do this. I think, it, I think there's, I think there's such a great disconnect between the spiritual and the, and the, and the reality yeah. of the physical that mm-hmm. like, we don't interpret the world the way we should. Right. Because like when God says he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, right. We just, we just assume that it, we don't assume that it's actually a demonic force right it's a demonic thing that's yes. trying to in- right. invade into our our minds and to our hearts to limit us to the to what god wants to do right in us so so if you're if you have fear it's really hard to navigate as a child yes of god right and i was going to make a joke about being good little reformed reformed theologians drinking our whiskey and smoking our pipes yeah <laughs> but no more all our reformed friends is turned off <laughs> I still love you. We had a beard too. I fit it you really well. I yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, yes, I, I played the part well. But um, but with that, like with the trolls, going back to that, I I thought it was funny because they kept saying he's just in it for your money. He's just in it for your money. He's just in it for your money. And what and what got me about that was that as someone who's employed by that by the church <laughs> who's hosting it, we didn't pay a dime. Nope. We didn't. Everything was We're paid for. We're not putting for. them up. We're not. No. Yeah. He made it so easy to come and do the ministry here of the gospel. He, we didn't pay. We didn't pay for his flight. We didn't. I think we him. are. We are feeding them, but not because they require us to, but we, no, because we, we love them. them. Yeah, we love them. So, and we get to. And sometimes we get to eat with them. Actually, they invite us to. Uh, so, but well, we don't because we have so many kids. Yeah, our kids will eat it all. 
But anyways, back back to what I was saying, like they they were just like he's in it for the money, but everything was paid for in advance by him. He played paid for his team to get here. Yep. He paid for his own he pays flight. His team. He paid his his team. He paid for his housing. He paid for the cars that they're renting. Uh, to get around he did all that and so all we do is show up and we just serve but he made it so easy that the burden was on us and so it's it's I was just before when we were recording before and before it all cut out was I was just amazed at how much faith he puts in advance because it's not just a little bit that he's paying for right he gets there and if and if we never took a tithe or if we took an offering and it never gave anything it doesn't matter because he already sowed into what he's doing for the ministry that's right it's already put into the ground and so we, so when people are going around on, on Facebook and they're like, oh, he's only in it for the money, he's only right. in it for the money, he spends all his money on the, right. we didn't do anything. And somebody else was being a very good like spiritual troll to that person saying, it's free. It's free. Literally. It's free. free. People you just have like, to register. People were like, well, why do you have to pay for a healing? Jesus didn't make him pay for a healing. And, he, and then the person put under, it's free. Well, it's I don't, free. It's free. Like they're not charging for the gospel. Yeah. And then never said, like you go to their website and it's like, just register here. All you have to do is register and register registration is like required to like attend which i mean because hello. we max out every night well like yeah and <laughs> if you go to a movie theater and you have your ticket and somebody's like can i see your ticket are you gonna be like no i'm fine and just like keep walking in they know me no you're gonna be like oh yeah here's my ticket right like do you use you validate your parking at the mall so like what? Why? Why? Why is this an issue? But anyway, that's. But on the other on the other side of it, when we were talking about coming to those events, so you have those trolls, and I think I think whenever something when a move of God happens like that, and and because we're going to talk about miracles in a moment, men is that is that automatically it stirs up this religious spirit. Yes. Even when you start doing evangelism, I can't tell you how many people said, "Well, are they truly saved?" Right. Or and like. This is it be- a real miracle? Yeah, so you start answering the call that God's given to you, and yeah. you start doing those things, and then all of a sudden there's those religious spirits. They were there when Jesus was around. Yes. Right? Jesus had to deal with the Pharisees, and he said, have you ever read the scriptures? And they got offended by that. He was a great, Jesus was a great godly troll. He said, did you ever read the scriptures? Don't you know when it says this? You're a bunch of whitewashed tombs. You're good on the outside, but you're dead on the inside. Like, when, whenever a move of God starts ha- happening, you're going to have those people who are religious who try to cut it off. Yeah. They're uncomfortable with the spirit. They're uncomfortable with those things. And they don't want it to progress past where they're comfortable. And so, therefore, they don't want anybody else to experience the freedom. They want every misery loves company. And then you get the really bold trolls who are like, I'm going to come and, and, and call them out. Like, all right, sure. You're going to drive two hours and come call them out. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. See, see how it goes. Like, see, see, see it. Just like whatever. Because the second you start walking in there and the presence of God starts moving and flowing, well, because you can't, chances are your life is going to be radically changed. You can't changed. deny what you see. Right. That's right. So, like, the first night, right? The the prayer for the hearing. Yes. He calls everybody up and he prays for for hearing loss or. He- there was like fifty something people. Yeah, who who gave testimony. There was yes. A- but, uh, but so he calls him up and we have this lady from our church um, who was in a car accident. We know, personally. Who, yeah. She's not a paid actress. No, we know her story, yeah. <laughs> and we know her story and, and it's incredible. And she goes up to get prayer for her hearing. Yes. That she's, she lost her hearing in a car accident when ago. she was 12, when she was 12 or 12 years oh, ago. Oh, I don't know. I thought it was when she was 12. Maybe, yeah. The 12 somewhere in there. Yeah. In the story. But, uh, but so she goes up and, and she gets her hearing mm-hmm. healed. She pulls out her hearing aids and we have a picture of him holding them. But she was on crutches and she had broken her leg in four places. Yes. She just got out of bed one morning, ankle, broke her legs. And, yeah, two in the upper part of the leg. And she has a cast on and she goes up in crutches. She was supposed to have surgery. In the miraculous, didn't need to have surgery. Yeah. So already the miracle was already walking in place. But but it didn't even end there. So he he takes the hearing and he's like, God gave you your hearing back. And then he starts praying for her leg. Yep. And then out of a out of a bold move of faith, like when Peter grabs the lame man and pulls him up, yep. uh, he he takes the cast off and she's walking. Threw it on the stage. He threw it on the stage. He took the crutches, threw it on the stage, and she's smiling and she's as happy. The joy of the Lord hit her because yes. the miracle that had taken place. Right. And she starts walking back and forth. But that that's. The first part of the testimony. The amazing thing is that the family, her family that she has been praying for, for salvation, all came the next day because of the miraculous act of God on her leg and in her hearing. And they all gave their life to Jesus. They all gave their life to Jesus. Like when you start seeing those things and and the move of God, you can't deny. Right. And and actually when, when they were, 
one of the most amazing things is as we were serving is just, I was thanking God. Thank you, God, that I get to be a part of this. Amen. That's right. That I yeah. can serve. And I even, it's a told, joy. I even told you, like, I don't even have the right to complain about long nights because right. I get to serve. I'm, it's better to be a gatekeeper in the house of the Lord. That's right. Than to spend eternity anywhere else, a thousand years elsewhere. It was such a blessing to see all those people come forward and give their life to Jesus, knowing that Jesus and all the angels in heaven are rejoicing in that moment. Well, and so we went into the week weary. We were tired. Oh, yeah. School we were, sucked the we life were right grumpy. Out of me. We were tired. We were like, oh, man, we just need a break. We just like, you know, we have so much going on or whatever. And, and, but we served because that's something that we've learned, especially in these past four years. Is serve you, well. Is you serve and you serve well and you change your attitude. If your attitude sucks, change it. Yeah. Right. And, and as, because believe it or not, I was telling someone this, uh, from his team and he thanked me for, for being willing to do yeah. stuff. And I said, I said, what I sow in my service, I'm going to reap. That's right. If I, am I, if I'm a bitter, grumpy server, yeah. I'm going to reap a bunch of bitter, grumpy right. people around me and it's not going to be a good time serving. But if I can serve out of a servant's heart, like Jesus did, that's the other thing. Right. Your attitude is not supposed to be like anybody else, but like Jesus, right. who, when he took the disciples in John chapter 13 said, I have done this for an example for you to follow. Right. <clears throat> you call me Lord and you call me yeah. master, which I am. So if I'm willing to do this and you follow suit in your service to each other. So some of you guys might be like, well, Oh, I don't do that. And as well, he's, and as he said last night, the evangelist was that a like joy is a spirit, yeah. right? It's a, it's a spiritual gift that we, that we get. A, yeah. And and the the joy of the Lord is our strength. And so when you're weary, right, you step into that place of joy. And for us, and for serving, and to serve well, uh, you know, because you can have people who serve, and we've had people in ministry before who serve whose attitudes suck, and what they do is they just suck the life out of everything. Oh yeah. They, it it ends up being so much of a hassle and an inconvenience, and you're like. Don't just don't be here. We'd rather we'd rather do it all of ourselves than have somebody who is griping about having to serve. Like that is that's not serving well, actually. Cool. Well, because then you walk in and you have to do you have to do the ministry of removing their heaviness and before their you bitterness can even get to before the next you can place. even get to the people. Right. Exactly. And, yeah. and well, one of the big things about that is worship, right? Yes. When you create a spirit of praise and God steps into the room where the spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom right. and all those heaviness lift. But if, yeah, anyways, <laughs> that's a whole nother back yeah. to what we were talking about. Right. Right. And so, uh, in serving has been, I mean, it really has been a joy. It's been, it's actually been refreshing and restful to us yeah. as we've served these, these, you know, last few nights, but, and then the miracles, right? Seeing the miracles and, and, you know, people like, oh, that, that's not real. That's a spirit, blah, 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 blah. Like, since when does the enemy do miracles to bring salvation? Yeah. Like, like let's just like, look at that. Like, as, let's just look at the specific example. As, as, as our friend, uh, and someone we care a lot about, uh, Tiff Shuttlesworth, Evangelist Tiff Shuttlesworth, the enemy must be stupid if he's trying to get people saved. Right, yeah. You know, like have to like just think about it, like just he made, think he, about he, it logically. He literally said, if the enemy's doing miracles like that and he's making me fall in love with Jesus, he's a moron. <laughs> right. It's just like, come on, just come on. Like stop regurgitating. When has the enemy ever wanted to bring glory to God? You know, and like, you know, people they always have their their like favorite reformed you know, YouTube video or like whatever that they, you know, cause they think that they're doing something. And it's like Jordan Peterson. And you're like, you're like, once you step into this, once you experience, I'm going to start praying for that man to, to have his legs healed. Amen. I bet you he'll be happier. <laughs> Amen. Joy. Oh, well, yeah. Stop being depressed Christians. That's, and uh, he talked about that last night or the night before, yeah. you know, like people, the Christians love to be depressed. They love the spirit of depression, right? Because it, it doesn't cost them anything. Can I share a song? Please. I had, a, I had a, one of the, the men in my life who was well, pretty much like a father. He used to sing this song, and he was, he, I love this guy. Like, he's a, he's, he was my spiritual mentor growing up, and he was my youth pastor. And he used to sing, I come before thy throne of grace. You probably know this song. Mm-hmm. I throw myself upon my face. He used to sing it low like this, too, because uh-huh. it makes it, everybody depressed. Okay. I know that I am but a worm. So step on me, God, and watch me squirm. That's how many of us come into worship services. But but you know why? Because there's no cost to it. And if you want to use that song, I take royalties. There's no step of faith from that. Well, because we allow the situation to determine our our view of God. Right, but you don't, if if you're in that depressed Christianity, you don't ever have to... 
strengthen or equip or grow your faith because you're comfortable right there because well, God's never going to do it for you. Well, this, this is the other thing. Like what I was saying is like we allow the situation to determine yeah. how God, so we, we assume because we go through bad things that God is a God who causes suffering, right. which some people believe that, right. that God, God gives it to us for our benefit. Right. But, but my mentality when I read the Bible is that God in the beginning Genesis 1 and 2 and Revelations, the, the last two chapters of the, of the Bible, those show you God's intent for his creation. Right, that's right. Amen. It was in the garden, there was no sickness, there was no disease, there was no broken legs, there was yeah. no crippled, there was no blind, there was no deafness. And when we have miracles today, it's because God is renewing it and it's restoring it back to the way he Amen. intended in the garden, which is ultimately going to be the outcome at the end of Revelation. Amen. And so when we, we get a taste of the goodness of God when in this world. So when I see those things in this world, when I see sickness, when I see when I see um, brokenness, and I see all those all those things, I see them as the effects of sin in this world. Right. But we're not called to be in this world. We're we're we're, we're called to be in this world, but not of this world. Right. And so when those things are in this world, we as as divine image bearers, and as called children of God, get to display the kingdom. Right. We get that Paul says that he said I didn't just preach it I displayed it he tells that to the Corinthians I didn't just preach the word I displayed the power of the kingdom hmm. and so well you know one thing that uh, I taught this week in Activate Kids or our children's ministry was um, about the fivefold ministry and it just came actually when we were cleaning the church this week I was like just praying about like where God wanted me and it just completely downloaded on what you teach on the fivefold ministry, which is, of course, you know, God's timing is amazing because we had this evangelist coming in. Mm. And it was something that I wanted the children to learn, to understand what it looks like. And unknowingly, without planning it, right, we have a chalkboard wall. I I began to write because we like to have them like kind of like take notes essentially because, you know, it helps. Um, and so first I wrote the Holy Spirit and I put it in a circle. And then I did like, you know, the web flow chart. So out of the Holy Spirit, I did all the, the five parts of a ministry, the apostle, the evangelist, the teacher, the pastor. What am I missing? The prophet. And I, it just made it around it. And I was looking at it and I said, oh, this looks like a wheel. This is like a wheel. And so I drew a circle around it. And I said, you know, if this is a wheel and this, the Holy Spirit is the center, it's what's holding it all together on the axle. And then you have the spokes, right? That's what they are, right? Um, <laughs> you know your bicycle very well. Well, I checked with I checked with Mr. Mike because he knows those things, and uh, and I said, but if you if you take one of these pieces out, right, what's it going to do? It's going to be. And I did the example like like you have a wheel that is not functioning, and we look at the church like that, especially the the Western Church, the American Church, is we want to function with just pastors, yeah. maybe teachers. But we don't want the prophet. We don't want the apostle. We don't want the evangelist. We don't want them, right? And so you have a church that is like functioning on like nothing. The wheel is not working, right? And and then I took it a step further, and I we looked at the Trinity. We looked at the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Is that again? People want they're they're good with God. Um, people who are spiritual and not even believers are good with God. God is fine, right? Uh, you bring Jesus into it, people get angry. They don't want that. But then for the religious spirit, they're they're fine with God and they're they're fine with Jesus. But when you bring the Holy Spirit into it, they they have an issue. Well, we almost become like modalists, like it's right. just one. Right, exactly. Yeah. And so, like in, in theory, we wouldn't say that we're those things, but in a belief and in practicality, we are. Right. Right. <laughs> it's like, but this is call out the religious spirit. That's what we'll name this episode i'm just kidding Ooh. it's just an awkward pause <laughs> before our next before our next rant. what our, our next, our next rant. rant it's kind of got awkward not awkward just got silent it got silent this is a podcast if you're listening to us we can't go silent no no so then we just fill it yeah and then it gets weirder yeah so what are we talking we're really about very truly awkward <laughs> i'm over here getting friend requests from people in kenya like i don't know what's going on okay he probably wants us to. So I put a <laughs> real fast. This is, a, this is a side story. So I did. I put in like this. This one's for free. This this uh, pastors group. I was like, hey, if you want, if you want like a family ministry to come and and do a, like a, a service, uh, this is who we are. And I gave the information for raising the revival generation. And lo and behold, I get people from Africa, <laughs> like come over here, come over here. And it's like, wow, man. 
I got to do a little more research into what you're doing. Yeah. But now I have a whole bunch of international friends. We have a lot of international a lot of, friends. A lot now. of friends in Pakistan. Sometimes they call us randomly and we're like, please yeah, don't. Yeah, like one o'clock in the morning. Like, what? No. I'm sleeping. Yeah. We're trying to at least. It's not working for us. But uh, anyway. Yeah, so. Let's move on. Let's talk about Israel. Israel. Yeah, why not? Okay. Well, we didn't even finish up. Oh, the no. I, okay. Well, finish that up because I was going to talk about something. The, that's, I guess we're done with the evangelist. Go ahead. Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was going to say something. I don't know what I was going to say. Uh, the, 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 <laughs> listen, if you're weary, this, this is actually true. This is for us. So to sum up this week, we're only halfway through it, and we are looking forward to each and every night of this week because it has been a powerful yeah. move. And like my weary soul from all that education, which is nothing wrong with education, just so you know, um, my my has been renewed just from going to these services and serving and, serving. and seeing God move in power. Amen. When you once you see the presence of God move, and our kids are part of it too, so yeah. they're there. So that's. I was gonna talk about that. Oh we, yeah, I was gonna say our kids have been experienced. They've been seeing it. They know the testimony of the lady with the broken leg and the hearing loss. They yeah. saw it with their eyes, right? And they're like, praise God. And right. so like it's only confirming the word that we've been preaching to them and that we've been displaying to them even more. It's it's strengthening that in their life, which has been amazing. So like, so one year ago I posted on Facebook, we were in the midst, I think Jonathan Shuttlesworth yep. was here and I, I just, I made a long post on about bringing our kids to these services, you know, because that's really where we were at in this journey. We were, we were working on bringing the Holy Spirit to where we were, but we were also going and receiving quite a bit. That's, yes. you know, that's, which is important. It's vital, but you can't stay in that place. You can't stay in that place of just going and receiving and receiving like no. You got to dig like, your own wells. Like what you know, in in especially for your children, yeah. you have to teach that. You can, it can't just be like you live on those like a youth group kid. You 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 learn. You like wait for summer camp and then you wait for convention or like whatever. So like, um, <clears throat> but that's where we were at last year. And so I read that and I was thinking about it this year and I I, I was reading the post watching. We were at the church preparing, mm-hmm. and I was looking at my children and um and. It, this, it's always hard in this podcast. Like we're not like our, our children, are, they're not superhumans. We're not superhumans. We're not super parents. They're not super kids, like whatever. So just real life kids. Okay. And I'm watching my children where they're early and I've got one vacuuming the yeah. sanctuary. I've got another one who has been extremely helpful with their younger siblings this week. He's really, he's really been in charge of them while we've been serving. It's been, you know, uh, a service for him. We've got one who has been greeting right? They rearrange chairs. They run back and forth if anybody needs anything, right? They're, they're learning. Uh, one is going to be doing words. One is on the worship team. I mean, like they're, they're, they are serving along with us. It's not like we're going and leaving our kids at home because, you know, we're going to go to this thing. No, they're, they're with us this whole entire time. It's like we did an episode about that when you train a child yes. in the way they should right. go. This is part of that. Tra- like they're learning how to be good stewards of the house of God yeah. and of the ministry that God's calling them to. So this is, this is very, but there were things like we didn't even ask him. Like yeah. when we came in, you know, like, uh, Adeline just starts rearranging chairs. She just starts straightening chairs, yeah. rearranging chairs. Lila immediately starts going to the bathrooms, refilling paper towel holders. This is the things like we didn't talk about. We didn't say, okay, when we get there, this is your list of chores or whatever. It's just like something that they started doing. And in all actuality, it's, any, it's not anything I even thought of. I never, it's not, it wasn't even my mind walking in there and being like, Hey, I got to re- we, we got to go back towels. and we got to do, yeah, right. Vacuuming. And, you can just and, look at, and I want to give a shout out because it's, it's not just our kids. It's no. actually been a, a good portion no, of, we our, even, of our, we have youth. a student who, who's been serving every night doing the camera, yes. doing catching. He's been, he's been another amazing. one scrubbing toilets, scrubbing toilets. Yeah. So like, yeah, it, it like, cause I don't want to leave the friends out because the friends no, are uh, walking alongside. Yeah. So this whole core group of kids is learning the servanthood and, the, but they're not, they're not complaining. No, they want to be there. They want to be there. My, my daughter came home and said, mom, I, I want to write a paper on the miracles. What? what? <laughs> hey, wait, oh, I have this book right here. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's covered in coffee because I spilt my coffee before we started right recording. Before we started. <laughs> but it's actually, I started reading this when we were going to, I don't forget where we were driving to. Somewhere. You were driving. I, I, was re- I think it was Florida. Called- it was um, Dr. Rodney. Okay. Eyewitness to Miracles. Yeah. And he talks about uh, Randy, Randy Clark, an old Baptist preacher. Yeah. Talks about how God transformed everything in his life. And he, he started documenting the, the real life miracles that he witnessed with his eyes because you can't refute when you start seeing i always say this it's the glory of god on display right god displays his goodness and you can just all you can do is just sit back and say god you are so good when he's healing legs when he's opening blind eyes and deaf ears but even more when he's saving people's souls like they're like when they're confessing and they're receiving yeah 
I mean, there's people up there, they're crying and they're weeping because the glory of God is just falling in that place and they're, and they're just, they're being transformed from death to life. It's, it's miraculous. It's not, it's not just a simple sinner's prayer when right. you're in those moments right. and our kids are seeing it. Yeah. They're seeing it. There's, and they're experiencing they're, it. They're on stage worshiping as these people are crying out to God. Well, and they, it's just beautiful. They were a part of, they, in their row, there was a little girl who's, who's yeah. a little bit younger than them, um, but you know, looks up to them. And she got radically saved this yeah. week. I mean, radically saved. And you can just tell on her face because she's come back every single night. And the joy and the worship that this girl has experienced. And it's just, but they were encouraging her because she wanted, to, you know, she she's, she raised her hand, you know, for, for prayer. And they said, you've got to go up. You've got to go up. And she said, I'm scared. And it's okay you got to go up and 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 it's just it's it's just incredible but it was other- it was a it was an amazing moment where because the evangelist and kit actually pulled her out and yeah. said, said what's god doing right now or how you feeling she's she's, she's like, sobbing she's sobbing and you'd be and she's like people I'm might just, think that she's sad but she's, she's like not. i'm so happy she's like i'm, I'm just so, so happy <laughs> it was amazing it was and beautiful. her family was sitting there watching it Yes. With tears in their eyes. Yes. Prayers being answered. I, was, of, I have tears in my eyes now. I was, pr- I was crying then. You have to realize these are prayers of grandparents. Yes. And, and, and legacies aunts and of faith. uncles. Yes. And who have been praying for this for this this girl. They love her. Well, that and was now, cool, too, because her uncle, yeah. when she uh, went he out in spirit, her. her uncle got to he, catch he her. He went up there and got the catch Who's her. had a radical transformation yeah. in, in his life. Yeah, all because actually word of God was spoken to the grandparents. that said, your family. The whole family. The whole family. And that's, I don't know if that's all of them, is that? I'm not, I don't think so, but I, I it's went up, closer. I went up to the grandfather who's a great friend of ours. We love him dearly. He's very precious to us. Yeah. And I said, I said, I said, look at that. And he goes, Pastor Sam said my whole family. And I said, that's right. Amen. And, Amen. and it, it was incredible. Well, you know, the other thing that I recognized this week about our kids, which is something I've recognized for a while, but it's even more profound is, um, our children and giving. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, as adults, we had to learn to give and it has been difficult for us, <laughs> right? It's been a, it's it's been a process. Easier. It gets easier. You're right. It does get easier. Um, but you know, it's something that we didn't learn. We didn't know for so long. Yeah. And then now we do, but our kids probably have caught it better than we have <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And so <clears throat> just, just watching my children. sew. and one thing that we always teach is that like when you sew, it doesn't have to just be like money, right? It doesn't have to just be cash or whatever. You know, it can be important things <laughs> to you. That's the funny thing is because most of the important things that I give have not been cash. Has not been cash. You're it's right. been items of value that God right. said that where I said, God, you have my heart. And he says, okay, if I have your heart, give me this. So our, our, we had, two children this week so very significant things to them yeah and sometimes as a parent so like one item in particular was something that we purchased for her it was like really special uh, that we got for her and it was when she came to me and she said mom I need I need to sew this I it caused me to pause I was like ah you got that for your birthday <laughs> like it's special you know that kind of thing and she said I have to like the Lord told me to and so she basically came in and said, I'm not asking permission. I'm telling you that this is what I'm doing. And said, okay. And then, and, and then same with the other, the other one, you know, it's a very practical, beloved tool that she uses often. And so, uh, you know, but, and I sit there and I watch and I think like, ugh, first of all, the, the treasures that they're storing in heaven is just incredible, but also the harvest that, that, that is going to be reaped. It's just, it's just profound. Yeah. And, and so. Real oh, and then the. The money. Oh, yeah. You can go. You want to tell that story? No, you can. Okay. So then the the other thing is, is that our son, Asher, he found $20 cash on the floor. It was was after the event. The majority of the people had left. And he's like, oh, I found $20. And our friend was like, oh, you find it, you keep it, you know. And um, and so you never want to be like, well, you have to give that. Don't out our friends. You know, I know. Gosh. But, you, but, you, but as a parent, you want to be like, okay, well, like you found $20. Okay, you have to go give that, right? That's not... That's not teaching them anything. That's just forcing and rules and, you know, all those things like that. But I do believe when you find things like that, that you likely should, should sow it. And actually he had just preached on that, uh, the Lord gives seed to the sower, right? That was last night. No, but he preached it the night before. Oh, okay. Yeah, he did. He shared it, uh, because it was, it was his first part of his testimony. Oh yeah. Yeah. When Dr. Rodney brought him up. And so, um, so he just saw that and I, and so, you know, I, I did discuss it with Asher. I said, Oh, it's like, well, yeah, you can keep it. You can sell it to, you know, you can give it to the evangelist. You could sell it to the church, you know, whatever. And I, he, and he thought about it because it was a little bit, it was a little bit hard because you're, you know, you're a 10 year old boy and you just found 20 bucks. That's like a million dollars. It's like, you can buy every wrestler you want 
want to buy, yeah. um, at, you know, in our house. And so he had it and he thought about it and he, he went away for a little while and he came back and he said, mom, I want to, I want to give it to the evangelist. I'm going to sell it. Can I go give it to him? So, uh, you know, I brought him over and he, and he gave it to him. And then pastor Sam said, who said, huh? He gives seed to the, to the sower, you know, and, and that, but again, like that's incredible to see because when I was 10 years old, I would have been, it would have been spent. It would have been gone. There's candy. no way I would have been given that up. What'd you say? Candy. I wouldn't have bought candy. I would have bought Barbies. <laughs> Anyways, seed to the sower. That's right. Again. I feel like we could take a pause there for a minute. Okay. And talk about this commercial seed, break. seed for the sower type of thing, yes. because a lot of people think that, um, they get confused when it's when it's about when you talk about harvesting and, and sowing. Yes, like, that's right. Is is a lot of it is um, he actually spoke about this last night? Is that the seed that's sown is the seed that's of value to you? That's right. So when essentially what you're doing is you're saying, God, this that this thing that I'm holding on to, I treasure this, but I treasure you even more. Uh, is, right. is so like he used the example of this is um, Evangelist Ankit last night when he was talking about it. And I thought, and I never read the Bible or mm-hmm. never interpreted it like this or looked at it like this. Is that when when Abraham gave up Isaac, he had two sons, right? And That's if, right. if you go back, he actually loved Ishmael. He like he didn't want to send Ishmael away at all. He right. cared for him, right? But what God wanted was the promise. Mm. God God wanted the, the the one that was like the one that had all the, the, the promise that was behind him, that this is your inheritance. Right. This is the one that you're going to be the father of many nations through. This is the one that the seed of the, of the woman back in Genesis three fifteen is going to come through. It's going to th- be through Isaac, mm-hmm. who's going to become Israel, who's going to, who's, it, and the whole world's going to be blessed with him. I want you to sow that. Right. Amen. That's Oof. the value behind That's the, value. the seed. Right. And so many, so many times, um, I even have friends who think this way, that when they come is that they, they just throw a bunch of money at God that doesn't matter to them. Right. That they, and God's going to owe them. Huh. It's almost like, I did this, God, now you owe me this. Right, right. And that's not the heart of the sowing. That's not the heart. It's really a heart of, it's like uh, consecrating your life to God again. It's like, almost like you crawl on that altar and you say, God, this is what I hold dear, but I, you are worth it. Right. You are well, worth it. And I think like when you think about like give like sowing and reaping, right? Because we know we know that there's it's always returned, right? That's what the Bible says. But sometimes it also isn't returned in the way that you expect it to be or that you want it to be, right? Like okay, or the time frame. Right. Or, or you know, <laughs> I, I want this money multiplied, but 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 we know of someone who sowed a, a brand new vehicle and what they received was total healing from something that would have killed them. Yeah. They received life. And so, and, and so you begin to think of those things. Like it doesn't always look like what you think it should look like, which is just the story. That's like what we see in scripture all the time. You have man thinking it should be one way and God's like, no, that's not how it should be. And then it just blows your mind. And you're like, this doesn't make any sense, but that's what God does. Right. Yeah. And a lot of times it's, it's, it's harvest, it's souls. It's the most valuable thing in the world is a soul. How much is a soul worth? We've asked that at youth group. How much is a soul worth? And some of it, some of it too is, is so like, when it comes to giving, there's a, there's a whole bunch of different things behind it. You give because it, it's it's part of, it's a command. Right. Right? You give because... That's right. Because a God, command. We forget that. But that that's like tithe and stuff like yep. that. You give out of, what, out of what God has blessed you with. That's one thing. But you also give out of the heart of love for God. Yes, that's right. So like, because... And, and sometimes... And, and I hate... People are like, well, God doesn't... God, God... Like for Abraham, that was a test. That was a test. It was like, Abraham, will you give me what you hold the most dear and what I have promised to you? Will you trust me enough with that? Mm -hmm. And it says in Romans later on when you read is that he he considered Isaac as good as dead. Like he said, God, I'm going to give him to you. Right. Because I know that you're the God who raises the dead. That's right. I can trust in your character. Mm. I can trust in who you are because you have displayed it to me. I don't need to hold on to this so tight, a fear of losing it. Because I know that you made a promise and your word says that you're good. Right. And I've experienced you as good. So therefore, I can surrender those things to you that I need to surrender knowing that you are good mm, and that yeah. I can trust you. And so a lot of times that's what comes to, I, I mean, there was, there was, I, so even in our own journey. Which has been a journey. Like I remember I wanted uh, the gift of faith. Mm. 
And like you're like, well, faith is just believing. Or what is the gift? Like I wanted to well, believe. But it is a gift. I wanted to believe God beyond a shadow of a doubt that if even if the fires were in front of me like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, I would walk into them. That's right. That's, That's the faith I wanted. Right. The faith that says like, God, I'm gonna believe you even if it looks stupid. Right. Like stepping into the the waters of Jericho and watching it part. Right. In the midst of the of a flood season, like mm-hmm. that's the type of faith I'm building an ark in a, in the midst when there's been no rain. That's right. the type of faith I want. God. Right. I want the right. faith to see the impossible. Yeah. And I remember, and then God God spoke to me. He said, "You want faith?" And He said, "Okay, then in faith give this." Mm. And it wasn't just like a small thing. It was like my prize possession. Right. It was something I used Is for. That, it was something I used for His glory. And that that you know said from people and relationship was was that of most valuable to yeah, you yeah and, and monetarily it was probably, it wise the most valuable thing we've ever owned mo- yeah that wise and but also like sentimental wise oh yeah well we had right. it was it was a it was a it was a it was a guitar yeah but it wasn't just any guitar it's not like a fender it was the like dream 700 guitar. guitar like this is like a, a $4000 guitar yeah it's, it was a martin yeah the d28 Okay. And it was the amber tone, which is a limited yes. edition. And you beautiful. can't get it. And and I remember I was holding it. I was like, and I was battling with myself. Yeah. I was like, would I be willing to sacrifice this for what I desire from God? And it was this real struggle. Right. And I and I and we had an evangelist up, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. And well, then, your and mind then, goes like, oh, this is crazy. This is just your flesh. Oh, yeah. You're just dumb. And I was like, I can't get it back. Right. <laughs> like I can't. Can't like go it, out and buy a new like, one. It's not like something so simple. Right. It's like if it was just like giving a hundred bucks, I can get a hundred bucks. Right. Even a thousand bucks, I can get a thousand bucks. Like right. if I worked hard, I could get a thousand bucks. I could right. save up. I could do that. But this was something that they didn't even make anymore because right. it was a limited edition, <laughs> and it went up in price since I bought it. Yeah. It doesn't. It didn't go down. Like right. And and I remember sitting there and I was struggling with God, and then finally I remember I. I, I said in my heart, and, and I was as sh- it was a, it was as written down in stone. I said, "God, I'm giving it. Yeah, I'm giving it." Right. And no sooner did I did I consecrate that to God, the evangelist, it was actually Jonathan, came by, put his hand on my shoulder, not knowing what I was struggling with or what I was praying. And he said, "Receive the gift of faith." Hmm. And from a year ago today. We have story. It's like a year ago this week. Yeah, we have story upon story how we have operated in faith and seen yes. God do amazing, miraculous things that we have. We and at some point, we have we'll even share yet to disclose story. all of right. it. Yes, it's just been amazing, and it was all because I said, "God, this is this is my Isaac right yeah. now. I'm not like that's what you want. You right. wanted it, and this is what I'm going to give you." And since that moment, I can tell you that even though like it wasn't like you know like it wasn't like the heavens opened up and then this like this mantle came down and rested <laughs> on me like, Oh, you have faith. And then the angels were going, Ooh. but in that, but ever since that day, we have been operating at a level of faith that we had not before. Right. And it's because God, I want this and I'm willing to give for what mm. f- to obtain it. And God said, then give me your Isaac. And right. I said, this is, this is my Isaac. And right. it was hard. It was mm. like, it was, and then the next day you're sitting there and like, you're almost in like a giving depression. The like hangover. I, like, I want to go play my guitar. And I had to borrow someone else's guitar that wasn't even like, I mean, it was a good guitar, but it wasn't close to what I had. <laughs> it wasn't even, I mean, it was like, like I had like the uh, Aston Martin of the of the car, uh, like the guitars. And this was like a, a Honda Civic from 1980. But, I mean, it got you around, but it wasn't the same thing. Right. But, uh, but, uh, but it was, I would never take it back. Right. I, for right. what God has done this past year in right. our life Amen. and how we have operated differently. Yeah. And but not only have we operated different because we're in this level of faith that we hadn't had before we before we sowed is that we have seen God move differently. Yes. That's we, right. He's brought us to a new level right. where we're operating Amen. at a different level, but he's also responding at a greater level. Yeah, it's that's it's right. it's an amazing thing. Well, I mean, it's even out of that is that, you know, shortly after the, the this this podcast started, you know, very shortly after this started in January and, and just even, and what we've seen God do and our level of belief. That was the other thing too. So like we're, we're doing ministry and then God starts, God God starts pouring into our spirit things he wants us to do. Yeah. He's like, and he starts birthing these things. He's like, okay, he starts, it's almost like his voice got clearer. Right. Like one. Right. Well, and it's, uh, you know, last year where I was, I was sitting on my bed and I was actually nursing my baby and, uh, I, I heard the Lord, I heard the Lord so clearly uh, audibly say twins revival and increase, you know, and there I am a mother of seven going, Oh Lord, 
no more. Like this, this last one was a miracle. Like this is like, I don't want to test this. I don't want, you know, and, um, but I began to pray into that and I, and I shared with somebody close to me and, and uh, very quickly I, I recognized it was not physical, but it was spiritual. spiritual. It was spiritual. It was twins for Bible and increase. And we've held on to that in a year. And then here we are a year later and I can look back and I can, and you just, I can identify it so clearly on what God has done with the revival and increase. And it's not done. It's not finished yet, yeah. but it was so clear that God was preparing it in my spirit. And it was right all around that time this time last year, I mean, literally a year ago today. And now here we are saying a year out, it's our testimony, right? This is what God has done in our life and it's not finished. No. And as you said, we have not disclosed everything and we will soon yeah. and we'll be able to tell the, the whole testimony. But, you know, our faith is also strengthened by testimony, which is something that the evangelist does, right? When people are healed, he, he says, come and testify. Don't lose your miracle. Come and testify, right? Because it's out of that faith. And when we begin to speak it, right, it, it builds our faith. It builds the faith around us, around us. I don't know what I just say. Around us and and so hear from us, reap from us, right, is grow your faith well, and ask for the gift of faith. Well, and, and the other side of it is, too, that God wanted to give it to us. Yes, that's right. He, he doesn't want he to withhold wanted, things from he us. He wanted us to, to, to obtain it. Yeah. He, he was like, I got this for you. Right. And I want to give it to you. Right. And now what do you, like, it's almost like, will you take it? Yes. Will you receive it? Amen. And we've acted on the on the gift of faith more than ever. And I yeah. And, and and we're continuing to act more than ever on the gift of faith and and God really? is, yeah and so and but that but there's things that we're doing now that we never would have done if a year ago we did not say God we want all that you have for us and we're willing to give all that you have all that right. we have to obtain it we wouldn't there's things that we wouldn't be doing now if that wasn't the bedrock of, of the foundation right. of why we're doing the things that, we're doing right so that's right. with that let's end let's end all right Oh, if this has blessed you today, go ahead and like, follow, share, subscribe, heart it, thumbs up, comment, whatever it is. And, we love uh, you. We love God you. God loves you. And mwah. <laughs>